Welcome to the Flaws of Friendship podcast, episode number 26. Friend, it's time to write that book. Not only is it time to write, it's time to write now. We are in the information age with one tap of a finger. Everything we want to know and learn can be at our disposal. People want to know, people want to learn, and people want to hear your story. Yeah. Welcome to Welcome. the podcast. Welcome, everybody. Welcome on YouTube. This is our first time recording on YouTube. So we just want to say, hey, hello. Hello, YouTube. Yep. And hello. Hello, Friendship Friday. Hello, Friendship Fridayers. Mm -hmm. Hello, friends. Hello, iTunes. Hello, Spotify. Hello. Hello. Or we can do we can tell them what you always send me in the morning. You know the text in the morning? Good morning, starshine. Good morning, starshine. The earth says hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's from some movie, I guess, but we or a song or something. But we took it from an old, um, what, musically? I think musically is now um, something else. So, yeah. but Musically is so, like, last year. No. Or two years, two three years, years ago. Yeah, it's like five years ago. Well, that's what we did it on, just to let you know. Right. I still haven't caught up to Musical.ly, which I guess <laughs> Musical.ly is the new, I mean, TikTok is the new Musical.ly. Is that true? I have no idea. We'd have to ask somebody cool or somebody young <laughs> and cool. So we'll find one of those people. Yeah. But hey, today is hey. a fun topic. Well, you got something up your, in your craw, this up your sleeve. Thank you for couldn't find the word there up your sleeve what what <laughs> that word was like what what <laughs> nothing did Damn. I say a, did I use a bad word I think so I did it sounded like a bad word to me okay if I said a bad word I didn't mean to I thought I actually stopped myself from saying a bad word oh so if I said one in place of what I thought was one, I do apologize. You're crazy. <laughs> hey, yes. Well, you got something up your sleeve this week. Yes, I didn't do. you? Yes. Yeah. What is it? Choo, 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 right mm -hmm. in that blog. Were you ready? Emptied out the contents. <laughs> Empty out the contents of the Lord's heart. Ching, 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 ching. We did. Turned it into some money. Ching, ching. Did y'all hear that? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Ching, ching. I wish. That's what you did. I wish, I wish I turned She's it. already hearing the coins starting to come in. I'll yeah. give you a quarter. <laughs> I'll take it because Gabriel <laughs> always wants a little toy out of the Walmart. Little 25 cent machine. Oh, okay. And he's always like, toy. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have. A quarter. A quarter. Nobody has a. No. Does it take gonna credit have one. We're in a coin shortage. Oh, well, but I'm not, I'll give you, a, I'll give him a quarter. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I'm sorry if I cough, I just got choked on my free tea. I just got at Starbucks. It just, I'm choked. You feeling better? <laughs> no, I feel like I need to cough. So I'm just apologizing ahead oh, of time. Do you need me to? Yes. Mute, mute me. me. <coughs> I'm give her a little, let her get that out of her system. Oh, thank you. Yes, so we are here. We're talking about the blog, which was talking about it's time to write that book. Friend, 
I really have never seen so many writers that are writing and people who feel called to write, which I believe are out there. And I don't know if it's one of those things where you notice it more because you're talking about it, but I think it's a little past that. I really do believe we are in a season where people need to start writing and start releasing what they've already written. And so I am really excited about it because I know that we're going to start seeing some amazing works that are coming out of the wood work that are coming out of people's hearts, people's minds. And they're really going to start getting into the right hands and doing some good work and others too. So I just wanted to chat a little bit about that. I know you in your Stacy fashion went and hit the field, flawed in the field. And you did a little, I went on assignment this morning. Yeah, so I definitely want to hear about that, and I'd love to just pick your brain for a minute, just for some, because you are a writer, and so uh uh-uh. uh nope 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 oh, mute. <coughs> anyway, so like I was saying, you are a writer, so we want to pick your brain and see you know your writing process. You know, just share that a little bit. <laughs> I can't mute your face, friend. <laughs> no, but you did mute my voice. Yes, I did. <sighs> okay. So, yeah. I just what do you want to talk kinda, about first? Well, <clears throat> let's just kind of start with, let's start with that you actually already wrote a work. It's been on the shelf of what? your yeah what on the shelf of your ipad of your on Chromebook. the shelf of my lap but on my laptop it's been on this your laptop macbook shelf this work that you wrote and well friends let me explain let me yeah. go back to the beginning go i was born july 26 19 no. 19- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use this mute button. <laughs> I need one of those in real life. <laughs> if you could just follow me around with a mute button. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That would. <laughs> okay. I'm done. I'm done. I promise. I People that people that don't like me actually might if I had a mute button. Oh, it would be kind of interesting. But I would love to have one of those for other people too. Yeah. I'm not the only one that needs to be muted out there, friends. <laughs> so, um, so here's what happened. I'll just tell you a little bit, mm-hmm. but, oh, let's see. This is 2021. So 10 years ago, I hit a crash, crash. I can't even explain what this thing was, but anyway, I hit my knees and it was a consecration period for me. And it was not a week. It was not two weeks. This thing lasted seven years. What do you mean by consecration? Like a, it was a pulling away of everything I knew, people, routines in my life, jobs. And all I know to say was that the Lord was consecrating me unto himself. Mm -hmm. And it was, he was setting you aside for him. He show was. Yeah. And so, um, but during, I just say that to say, I'm not going to go through all that, but Mm -hmm. saying that to say that, It was in that time, probably 
oh, a couple of years into it that I started having dreams that I was a writer. And when I say dreams, like somebody was actually st- would stand up in my dreams prophesying over me. And it happened a lot. And then I dreamed the cover of a book. And I saw the, the colors on it. I saw the word chosen. What's funny to me now is that those, wor- those colors, I saw a, a blue and a khaki brown. I never would have picked those colors. And I was just thinking the other day that those are the colors we use a lot in flaws. Isn't that funny? I mean, it's like in our color scheme. So anyway, um, so what I started doing is because I would never have considered myself a writer. I'm not trained, you know, I'm not like, I don't know, never, never thought of it really. Yeah. Although when I look back, like if I tell people that, they'll be like, we've been telling you so long that you can write. But I'm like, no, I can't. Like, I just say stuff. You know, it's kind of like one of those things. Well, I just say stuff. Yes, but you write it in a way that is like a writer. You know, I was like, okay, whatever. So, and I still don't believe it, you know. So anyway, what I started doing during that time, I think it was so long because I started just sitting with the Lord and writing out what I was going through. And I called it chosen and I would just, it, what it turned out being are like little daily entries on different topics about what I was learning during this very broken period of my life that was, that was like a consecration. And it was like different things chosen to come away, chosen for friendship, chosen to whatever. And it was all these different topics about being chosen. So um, anyway, and then I, I actually had someone say that she would look it over you know, for me. So she did. And uh, she gave it back to me with just some suggestions and changes. And then, but then I was like, you know what, I actually don't think this is anything like it was so in the beginning of my process, that I was like, I think this was just for me to practice. And then the then after I finished with that, then the Lord called me back to school. So I was doing so I did like more an emotional writing with the chosen and then I went to school and then it was more academic and so but looking back it was like seven years of learning how to write Mm. which was just crazy yeah and so um so that's why so recently Tabitha's been like it's time to pull that work off the shelf friend and I'm Mm -hmm. like no that was just for me but what you didn't know is right before you said that actually someone out of the blue texted me like a day before and said, when is your, when is chosen going to be published? And I was like, Oh, that's just for me. It's just a journal. And then you're like, so we're going to be have, we're going to be needing that book friend. <laughs> we're going to be needing it. Yeah. We're going to pull that thing off the shelf. Yeah. Like and so said. I think more my, um, you know, we can kind of talk about some of the, like, if you feel called to write, but you don't, feel like a writer feel like a writer and all the thoughts that go in your head and and that's one of the reasons I called a friend of mine this morning she's she's younger than I am and has said you know she feels the call to write but she uh, so I just wanted to know like from her perspective were we that different like you know Mm -hmm. 20 years apart basically yeah and she I can go through a little bit about what she was saying but the whole I guess one of the one of the main things I walked away with Mm -hmm. is she's 24 I am a good 20 years older than she is. And for all practical purposes, we can list the same insecurities. And so what I want to say is it doesn't get better. Like if you're called to write in your 20s and you put that thing off for 20 years, you're still going to feel the same feelings you feel in your 20s. They're not going to get any better. And so just, I mean, you might, 
be more inclined in your 40s just to say, you know what, my life's half over, I'm going for it. You know, you're more inclined to do that than you yeah. are in your 20s. Yeah. But but the point is, it's the same insecurities. Everybody's got them. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. And so, so that's where I had this big old thought because I was like, there, I have a feeling because I was surrounded by people who were actually releasing books. They were self-publishing, they were writing, they were releasing. And I had a friend who reached out on Facebook to her friends and said, Hey, I feel like I'm supposed to write, but I don't know where to start. And that post, I didn't say anything at all. I didn't respond to the post and she's one of my close friends, but I just kind of just sat there and I was looking at that post and I was just thinking about the flaws and I was just thinking about Stacy sitting all these years and writing. And then me, I'm sitting all these years and I'm learning how to do graphic design and websites and branding and marketing. And I'm like there. And if I just combined it all, I'm like, if she does not know where to start, she can start with us. Mm -hmm. I just had this, like, if women don't know where to start, these works have to come out. And what I love is I truly believe that God is saying, this is a gift, a favor that I'm giving to men and women to write. And so what I love about a gift is it's freely given. All you have to do is receive it. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to do it. It's going to be like spirit empowered, which I love because any of the greatest things I've ever done have been the Lord and he has done it. It's been so like, he has been such the fuel and I'm sure you could attest to the same thing. You clearly know that he has done it, that he has partnered with you in it. And so these are going to be works where some of that, it's like you so know that you're called to do it that it burns away that fear. And so I was like, this is like a setting or apart. Or you do it even though you're, you just can't yeah, help it. Like you can't like, help yeah. it because it burns. And it's like when you do it, despite the fear, it burns it yeah. away. And it's so like that calling is burning away the fear. And women are being vocal about saying, I need to do this. And so we are helping you be a little braver by saying, hey, we actually have the tools to help you get started. Now, I just truly believe we can come beside women and really help edit and help them write and help them do get the branding and the marketing and do all that. And I just am really excited to see if women need that and want that because I think we would just really enjoy doing it with the woman that needed it. Yeah. And I think the Lord has been getting us ready for it we y'all let me tell you something we have been practicing this for a long time yeah. i mean can i tell you how many websites we have created together written all the copy for that actually were up maybe like two weeks and then we take them down and go i don't think it was time for that but it was all when you look back it was practicing and practicing working together learning how to do copy learning how to create and learning how to get like a lot of the practice was i would envision something and then tabitha would bring it to life through video and and websites and you know just and different whatever things. we needed whatever we needed yeah <laughs> i would build that thing yeah and um, so I just, I'm excited like you are, because mm -hmm. I think our hearts, it's to do something together to, but to further do something for others, for yeah, others. To and to come alongside him. So listen, we ain't Thomas Nelson. We I don't even know who he is. Okay. Well, good. So I'm not so him you're either. Not even trying I'm to definitely, be him I'm not even yeah. related to him. <laughs> <laughs> but we are 
the flaws of friendship and we will help we will like literally be with you through this process no matter what it is whether it's yeah. a book whether it's a just blog, building a, a podcast blog. yeah whatever it's, but it's coming alongside because do y'all know how many if we had had someone walking alongside of us when we had a question or just sitting down with us every other week and saying where are you on this could I see this and setting down you know, setting down guidelines, so guidelines, that, and, goals, yeah, and deadlines, and helping you reach them, yeah, then and helping you filter. I think some of it's and just filtering like, it's it not out. Time for that. That's not needed. Let's yeah. hit the bullseye on this thing mm-hmm. and really help you finish and bring it to a finish yeah, that's what i'm bad We're, at is just no and i'm not i'm like we closing it we closing the, close deal. the deal and move on yes because she, she's ringing coins out of her sleeve yeah i'm like yeah, come ching, on ching. It, and coins means your next book to me <laughs> <laughs> your next book your next blog those are the coins that are shaken out because yeah. i want you to reach your full potential i want stacy too i want me too i want you too and it's just so time for it mm-hmm. or it's time for me to help you do it at least and i'm really excited so let's hit some of these insecurities that my field research yes brought up okay bring them up all right bring them up. let's let's chop them down okay let's just tear them down let's just do this mm-hmm. because our flaw in the law of the week mm-hmm. was do you remember them oh yes i sure do mm-hmm. it keeping those good were... works hidden or releasing those good works when, when it's, it's time, time. Mm-hmm. and so okay Let's do it. All right. So number one, what keeps them hidden? She says, not knowing exactly the path, like not knowing exactly where to go with this thing. You've got something in your heart. So what is it, and where do you go with it? Okay, I know how to do that. I we literally know how to help you find the one big, simple, hit the heart thing yeah for that book we know how to help you find that your topic the heart of your topic the heart of the person who needs that book and how to get it to them yeah so I will say and to to anyone who's struggling with that too because I that is a real problem that you know we've got 10 different it can be any that way even for like the entrepreneur or someone who's you know, wanting to go out on their own. It's like, we all know what that feels like to have 10 different directions. And it's so important to like bring those, I think, to someone to get other eyes on it and to say, what time is it? Like, Mm -hmm. really, what do you feel like the Lord is really breathing on right now? Mm -hmm. And, and then just to figure out like, is your life experience enough that it's time for this one? And then Mm -hmm. some more time needs to go on before this maybe grows into this one. So, Mm -hmm. and we have some tools that can actually help you find out which one you're most capable of today. Mm -hmm. So I actually have a little worksheet that a little flow sheet that can help you write, write out what all the ideas that you have. Hey, are you, can you post that somewhere? Um, yes, we can. We can do that. A little idea flow sheet. We can um, post that on our Flaws of Friendship page. Page? Okay. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Idea flow sheet. So if you have too many ideas, do this flow sheet that we'll put down there for you. And yeah, you're going to know your top idea. That's really, I mean, that's so common. Like, I get it. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, me too. But what I'm learning and just talking with people is no matter if they have a million ideas, they all are similar in heart. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to kind of take, figure out how that, 
person ticks, like you tick in a certain way, you have a very um, specific spiritual DNA and what motivates you. And so all of those have the undercurrent of how you tick and how you're um, anointed. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it helps for others to help you see those things too. Yeah. But then, like I said, that sheet will just help you practically pick out what you're most capable of. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, good. So that'll be on our page. Yeah. So just know if you're dealing with that, it doesn't mean sit there and like you're abnormal. Everybody no, deals everybody with that. Everybody does it. And I would just say, take it as a gift. Like you're not a one hit wonder. <laughs> you know, you've yeah. got all these things, you know, thank the Lord. You've it got all these ideas. Thing. Yeah. Yes. It's just figuring out what's first. Mm-hmm. And then, um, this struggle for perfection. Oh. oh, which I, let me, let me just talk to you writers out there who are perfectionistic. I did not realize because we, we all want to think it's one and done move on. And I was shocked to find out the first article that I actually got published with the Christian Post. Um, I wrote one, you know, I wrote the, the draft and I was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> like, this is really, this is really something. And I submitted it to my friend or my contact at the Post. And he sent it back and said, this is a great start. This is a great start. I don't think you've hit the heart of it yet. And I was like, what? So I went in and it was, that's frustrating. So not just, just realizing that this is a creative process and it's supposed to be enjoyable. And probably the first time you get it out, it's going to be crap. And the second time, it's probably not going to be much better than crap. And the third time it's starting to get better. And the fourth time, man, you're really getting onto something. (laughs) So when they sent this thing back to me, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't believe I've been toiling over these words for a week. So I tried again. My husband is a great copy editor, sent it back to him. He said again, oh man, this is a really good start. And then the whole thing was red, (laughs) like red ink. So I fixed it third try I sent it back and he's like oh Stacy you're so close man you're so close like I just feel and I was like oh forget this I am not gonna be a writer yeah yeah and so I think I worked on it maybe for the fourth time I took a break I put it down for a couple of days but it was burning a hole in me oh that's good and so I went and I worked on it again and that thing it it skyrocketed like the most successful article, my first one out that I've ever, any, the most successful, anything I've ever written. Wow. And, um, and it was, and it took writing it, it took writing it like probably four or five times wow. and, and being willing to and go good through that people process, coming good beside people you. and saying, I don't think that's quite there or, or you're so close to the heart. Go back one more time and see if you can dig a little deeper and being willing to do it. Wow. And I needed people to say it. And I tell you what, when, um, when it came on a Sunday and it, and I saw it, I knew it was, a, I knew it was going to be published and every hour my husband and I was checking. This was the biggest thing so far. Yeah. And I checked and I checked and I remember getting home on Sunday afternoon and I checked and there it was Aww. and my name in the byline yeah. and, and the title and, and then just seeing when he sent me the text the next day and said, look, we can't give you numbers, but this thing is doing really well and then I looked and it was trending on Google not long but it was I have a picture to prove it so all I'm saying is look the perfection thing just get over that like 
it's never going to be perfect. It's not even yeah. going to be perfect once you, like I, I go back and look at that article now and I'm like, oh man, I would have changed that. I would have said, it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. So if you can get over the idea that, that it's not perfect and that you're going to have to keep trying, but there's gold in that process. Yeah. And when it finally makes it, the feeling, I mean, this wasn't even like holding, I can't imagine what it feels like to hold a real book that you've written in your hand, but just seeing if, if it's anything, just seeing your name and something published on a, on a known site. I, I mean, the feeling for a writer is just really indescribable. So all I'm saying is it's a process and you have to love the process. And when you're going through it with people who can make it fun and just say, you're almost there. This is good. Keep going. I want to see a little more of this paragraph and a little more of this point. Um, it really is a it's a very satisfying process. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And I think because you got to do that with others, it kind of taught you how to do it. So you kind of were discipled under that in a way. Yeah. And they like they were your mentors in it. And so I know now just writing the blog with you once in a while, I'm like, okay, I don't really necessarily feel called to write, but I do want to give you a break. And so once in a while, I'll try to write a blog for the blog. And so I will write what I have and I'll send it to Stacy. And so she sends me my little red letters back. And <laughs> so, and I get to um, do it. But I, what I love about us and what I think is slightly different is we truly try to do our best to stick to the voice of each other. Like if I'm designing something, I want it to be that person's yeah. voice. And, and so that was really important for me too in writing like, Hey, can it sound like me? But yeah. You know, be better. Well, when I didn't know at all what I was doing and I gave the first copy of Chosen over to a real a real editor who yeah. she had edited books before, I thought I was so afraid to get it back. And when I got it back, there were like little changes here and there or, you know, a, a little a little sign that says more here or I don't mm -hmm. quite get with I don't quite get that example, but maybe if you could switch out examples I might identify with that more you know just things like yeah. that and I was like but don't you want to change and she said I, Stacy I would never change your voice I like that's that. how you write yeah and it's different because when you get like my husband is a very technical he's a master's degree in English it's very technical and um and he can like I will take a lot of his suggestions but sometimes I won't because it turns my voice into something I don't want it to sound like which yeah. is a little too rote and even the other day I had a question Tab Tabitha you had sent me something to edit and I wasn't sure about the the subject verb conjugation there like I wasn't sure what 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 word it pointed to to know if the descriptors should be plural or singular. So I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Me either. So I sent it to him and I said, this is tap of the sentence. Should these be singular or plural? And he wrote it, he sent it back and he told, you know, he answered that question and he said, and I would also delete this and I would turn this around to this. And I was like, nope. And so I took the, I took the singular, but I was like, if I do that, it won't sound like her. Yeah. And so that's become very important to us. I, we don't, I don't care that it's so technically perfect. Yeah. We're not writing a handbook. We're writing women's feel. Yeah. So I think and, if yeah. people do want something perfect and technical, we're probably not your girl because we want it to be raw and real, but you know, grammatically, grammatically correct. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that's what we can offer. It's going to be spirit filled. It's going to be imperfectly perfect mm -hmm. and it's going to be very polished. Yeah. And just, yeah, you it's going to be, be a pearl of, it, of great. Yes. Pro 
pearl of great, great price. price that you're going to pour into and that we're going to help pour yeah pour into and um yeah so okay. per- perfection imperfect imperfection is what yeah. what we're after here and she had said it's the perfection it's no it's knowing going into it it's not going to be right the first time and she has a hard time you know hard. so you do have to have to realize you have that to be this, ready for some just to enjoy the creative process yeah. just to go this is this is fun like this part is the learning part and you i would to, have to know that when you're coming back with that that it's not like a slam on your no good i think you have to fight those things like i knew i wasn't a writer i'm just stupid i'm sure you have to fight so much in your head when because it's almost like a confrontation it's kind of like a criticism Mm -hmm. it can feel like so some people i know that can crush me i feel like if you change it at all you like you took my identity and it's just like i can see those fears coming up and just the pokes that can come but no no it's more like there's more in you and we're just going to keep pulling till we hit till we hit that mark yeah i mean the the christian post didn't say okay well you could you need to change this. You need to change this. Uh, we're not really interested. No, he was like, go deeper here. Change this part. Keep going. Yeah. Like we want you. We want this. We want it. Yeah. Yep, so we want you. Yep. And so does the world. That's right. And she said um, she has trouble knowing how to put the puzzle pieces together. So mm-hmm. she can see the periphery of it, but it's the middle pieces. And, you know, she just feels like it's not all coming, coming together. And I think we can all feel like that. Yeah. We all, we all have ideas. It's easy to start little easy. It's not, it's way easy to start little harder to finish, but it's all the middle. Of course it's the middle, Yeah. you know, like we're all going to struggle with that and how to put it all together. And, and I love doing that. Yeah. And and I I think when you know, in the beginning, like when it goes back to your first point, like when you know exactly what your topic is, when you know exactly who you're writing it to, and you know exactly what the outcome is, when you have those basic, basic, big things, like you can imagine a bottle that you're filling with rocks. I think Havilah Cunnington says it like this, like all the content that you need, you have major big rocks in there that you have to have in your book. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just the main, like my, this is what I'm writing on. This is what I'm helping them overcome. This is who I'm talking to. And those are the big rocks and the rest are just little things that we put in there. So when you know your big rocks, you begin to see an order Mm -hmm. and you begin to see a framework and you begin to say, okay, now, how you want to put those things in, that's your, you know, then freedom. There's freedom. Yeah. But just seeing those big ideas, the big main points that we can help you find and we can help you discover, you can mm-hmm. do it. Right. You can put the, you can put the puzzle pieces together. Um, and then she says, she feels like, and this is my friend who's 20 years younger, And she says, I feel like I have things to experience in order to put into words how to overcome those things. Mm -hmm. And what I told her today, I was like, look, you already are probably more mature than any other 24 year old I've met. Like she does have a wisdom and a maturity to her and she has a lot of life experience. Mm -hmm. And so are you writing to the 50 and 60 year old? No. But if you're writing to those other women and girls who are, let's say 16 to 25, they're in your age demographic Mm -hmm. and they're sitting there saying, I'm not sure you need a solution. I think your solution is to say, I am here 
I have a little bit of wisdom, but but basically, if you're feeling these things, you belong. And sometimes yeah. that is the solution. Yeah. And if you can find a voice at 24 years old to say all that, I'm not real sure you're supposed to be solving their life problems, but more just saying, I'm here. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm here. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is her solution. Yeah. So I would just say, Look, we can all say we don't, we're still waiting for this to play out. But the, the, the great part about writing is that I don't start writing because I know everything. I start writing to figure it out. Mm -hmm. It is such a creative process that lets you figure out solutions Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't normally have. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can't tell you with at the bottom of everything. I've usually taught myself something in the middle of it. That's what I think. I don't know how to say her last name. Lisa. Turkhurst, Turkhurst, she's a famous Christian author and she says pretty much she writes what she's writing is things that she has experienced, things that she's in the middle of and she just walks out with such knowledge and such healing. So she kind of works through yeah. what she's going through and so it's it puts her a step ahead of the people that she's writing for and by not being at the front of it to start writing, but by the time she's written her work, she's a step ahead for the people that she's going to be talking to. Yeah. It's like we write to understand. Yeah. And so it's pretty cool. I totally get that Mm -hmm. because I, I will, I do that. And I'm sure some people totally do the opposite. That's okay too. You have, you have your own creative thing Mm -hmm. and we don't even want to mess with that. We just want to help you create that little stability, some security, some more creative freedom to help you really do the things that are kind of a little harder and let you be free to write. Yeah. If you don't have to sit there and think so much about your outline, because let me tell you, if I have to sit down and I'm going to write a book and I have to think about my outline, keeping myself on a deadline, and then coming up and then my mind will already go to, well, what do my graphics look like? How am I going to promote this on social media? Like I won't do it. Yeah. I will not do it. It'll bog, so down. it'll bog me down. Those are things I'm not, those are things in Tabitha's category that when I get ready to write a book, I'm going to say, look, here's my idea. I'm going to need you to help me on this. And so I know, I know who I will call on for editing and things like that. And I know I call on you to do the other stuff that you're saying, you know, that we, we actually want to help them do. So, mm-hmm. and because I'm opposite, if the Lord ever told me to write a book, I know I would be like, okay, this is how I'm going to brand it. This is how I'm going to market it. This is my book cover, but Hey, Hey, um, you want to help me write? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you ready to edit? I'm ready to see a lot of red. Edit, that's what's going to happen edit, with wink, me. Wink, wink, wink. Meaning yeah. you write the paragraph and I'll tell you if that's what I I don't meant. even <laughs> mind writing. If like, if the Lord ever told me to write a book, I know that yeah, I would be ready it. for your red. Oh uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if he ever told me to do that, but I'm really thankful that you had a book on the shelf. Is all I can say. <laughs> so, and, and another thing that I kind of struggle with is, you know, you just kind of feel like everything that's supposed to be written has been written and that why should I do it? Like, you know, you think of people like Lisa Turkey. Yeah, people do that. Yeah, people. Beth Moore and, you know, uh, and there's Jen Hatmaker, who's yeah. so funny when she writes and, mm-hmm. you know, just somebody's just already done people. it. Somebody, somebody's already they can, said it. Yeah. They can say it better. They can say it funnier. They yeah. can say they already have a big time publisher. Well, guess what? Their audience is not mine. That's right. And so mine is going to, I'm going to reach my own circle. They're going to reach theirs. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people in the world. There are a lot of people in the world. And yeah. You know, it's really, if, if I'm going to write, if I'm only going to obey the Lord because 
I think it's going to reach a bigger, a big audience. That's not really obedience. That's, that's some kind of promotion or something. And somebody sent me something just this morning and it, it had this one sentence in it and it said, promotion is by appointment only. That's, it's the Lord's appointment. And so I would, please don't even go into, and I know we all fight it. It's like, if I'm going to put this much work into it, I better know this thing is going to do something. Well, look, that's not in your hands. Promotion is by appointment, but God can't appoint promotion if there's nothing for him to promote. If he's told you to write a book and you're just not, because you're not in this place where you have a platform and you have a following, then why would he appoint you? Yeah. And, and so I just say, look, you know, in, yeah, in like the you're cl- doing well enough elevating yourself there, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, just being in that, in that place of for, I mean, seven years is a long time to sit there, but I know that I was faithful. I know that's what he called me to. He was teaching me how to record and write with him. And the things I saw and experienced in that secret place were worth everything. Like, mm-hmm. at, so at this point, one person could read it, you know, if, if we really, and we are, we're going to publish this thing and we'll put it out there. But if one person picks it up, that's not what it's about. And, and one day my children will see it mm-hmm. and maybe it's only for them, but mm-hmm. I don't even want to, I don't know who it's for, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, but for the most part, it was for you and the Lord. It was, yeah. And that has to be enough. Like yeah. if the Lord's calling you to it, then it's enough that the God of the universe wanted to read it off right. the pages of your heart. Yes. And that he just, he, that's, he, that's where he got it. He was yep. like, let's put it to the pages of your heart and I want to read it. Yeah. And so he's going to read it. And of course we're going to help you try to get it into all the right hands so it can touch their heart too. So it can change lives. And that's important too. But yeah, it's why it's the why behind the why. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, before as we go out, because I think that's like a good note to go out. What mm-hmm. do you think? Do you have anything else to say? Like as we're wrapping things up. I. Um, yeah, let me just yeah. as we're going out, let yeah. me just read this paragraph that yeah. on the blog. Um, Tabitha put in an excerpt from it was a big step from chosen for me. And so we are so declaring this is the the time of the storyteller. So as we go out, let me just read this one part. Okay. I believe that the power of just one story can raise an army of storytellers who declare freedom to the captives and proclaim life to the world. The spirit is rallying the storytellers. Individuals especially equipped with word gifts the world has never seen set on fire by a light that adorns the face of our king. I will do my part as one such storyteller. Knees frayed by the fire of prayer, fingertips steeled from the beat of my story. Equipped to write anything of value, I am most certainly not, except for the eligibility of his seal of love upon my heart. Love is always the qualifying factor. Go write that book, friend. Rise up, storytellers. You are an army of storytellers. It's time to join it. Woo! Thanks for listening. Share this with your writer friends and contact us if we can help you in any way. Happy Friendship Friday, everybody. See you later. <laughs>